Welcome to Life in the Land of the Ice and Snow. Today, my guest is Hannah from Singapore. Hi. Hi. So, Hannah, how long have you been in Sweden? I've been in Sweden four years now. Four this years. is my fifth year, so a little bit more than four years. What time of the year did you move here? I moved like at the end of summer, so I only got one week of summer. Oh, no. And then I had to wait like an entire year. Really? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> An entire year to experience real Swedish summer. But was it worth it once you waited? Because yeah. Swedish summer is pretty awesome. It is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing I couldn't get used to was the never-ending sunlight. Can you sleep okay? Because I can't. I have to get not just those heavy curtain things that come down, but now I have to wear a blindfold too. I, yeah, I can't, can't do it. I can't sleep. The thing is, like, now we have this apartment and we don't even have blinds for it after three years. No! <laughs> so it's like every summer I wake up at three in the morning, I'm like, ugh. I should get the blinds installed every summer. <laughs> and then you get up and you're like, nah, maybe tomorrow. And then very soon after, it's like the fall. And like, no, nah, let's do it next summer. And so many people here, they're all about getting the light in the apartment. So a lot of people don't have curtains and blinds. And you can see right into people's apartment. And it's like not a thing. And yeah. in Texas, everything is covered, but I figured out it's because it's so hot, so mm. everybody's trying to keep the heat out. Yeah. But then it took a while when I moved here to realize that, oh, everybody can see in, but nobody cares, which I care, actually. In the winter, I walk around and I see how everybody's house is decorated for <laughs> ideas. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. I mean, I don't really, I don't really look into people's houses, but yeah. I get paranoid. Because, you know, you walk in your, your robe or, like, mm -hmm. it's your apartment, and my mom came to visit and she was so appalled because we have this window by the kitchen you can see here and people just like walk past and yes because like, you have a walkway directly outside your kitchen yeah, window <laughs> exactly so now we had to put up like my mom was like you have to put up something so we had to put up two big frames in front of it it's kind of like a makeshift thing but it works it works for now <laughs> Yeah, we have neighbors across the street. We They built new buildings across the street. Mm -hmm. And the apartment that's directly across from ours, I don't know if they're nudist or what, <laughs> but they rarely wear any clothes. <laughs> they're the only people who do not put something to, like, frost their bathroom window, which no. I don't know why the person who built this building did not frost the bathroom windows. So every morning I'm eating breakfast and it's okay. Didn't want to see that. Didn't want to see that. <laughs> but I mean, it's not like I'm trying to look, but it catches your eye when somebody naked is walking across the I know. street. Swedes are kind of lax, I think, with uh, so nudity. Lax. So unlike Singapore. That must be the complete opposite. Yeah. Okay, but, but let's back up. Tell me about Singapore. Tell me how you came to Sweden. Singapore is a country and also a city at the same time. So I actually studied in Uppsala 10 years ago now. Oh my, <laughs> time flies. I know. 10 years ago, I was studying in Uppsala. Love the little city or mm. town. I don't think it's a city. College Student. town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then I, I met a friend called Daniel. We were just hanging out in like the one of the student flats. And then I left and Daniel made friends with my husband, Tobias. Who was not your husband Who at the time. Who was not my husband at the time. <laughs> my now husband. <laughs> oh, wait, no, was it the other way around? No, sorry. He met Tobias first and then he met me. Uh, then I came back for vacation because I wanted to see Valbori. And I had just started work and, or like not just started, like six months in. And they were like, if you don't take this vacation, we'll take it away from you. Mm -hmm. So I booked a ticket to Sweden. <laughs> I was like, 
I don't want this vacation taken away from me. I'm going to visit my friends. And then I met Tobias and on Valboy. And then we just hit it right off. And then we started dating shortly after that. And we had like two years of long distance. And then I found a job in Stockholm from Singapore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I already applied for my Sambo visa. So I could live in Sweden and work in Sweden. I was planning to move in like October, November and like study. But I found a job and I just moved to Stockholm. And Wonderful. Tobias was actually not in Stockholm. He was in Gothenburg. So he moved I think like half a year later to Stockholm. So I was in Stockholm on my own for six months. <laughs> I know. So, That's really strange to go through this whole different country, long distance relationship. Yeah. And then you finally move, but it's You're still in the long yeah. distance. <laughs> it was a shorter distance. But, you know, I, I didn't want to go back studying. I had worked for a couple of years. That was like the only option at that time, like studying. And then when the job opportunity came up, I was like, I had to take it. Yes, you're very yeah. lucky. <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a Swedish boss. He was American French. So oh. maybe he was a bit more open-minded in hiring international people. So that's how I ended up in Sweden, Stockholm specifically. And then Tobias found a job and then he moved to Stockholm six months later. So you've been in Stockholm for... Yeah, I've been in Stockholm the, the whole time. time. Yeah. I'm more of like a, a veteran of Stockholm than Tobias is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but why did you decide to go to school in Uppsala? This is also a funny story. Uppsala was my sixth choice. <laughs> I wanted to go to the US or the UK. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so there were like a lot of university choices that I could go to. And the fifth choice was like Stockholm School of Economics. And mm-hmm. then the sixth was Uppsala. And I didn't get in any of the top five. So I was like, okay, let's just go to Uppsala. And all, uh, and my friends and family, they were like, oh my gosh, you're going to the place with all the chocolate. And I'm like, no. Oh, they did the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, Ikea? Like, oh my gosh, Ikea? Is that where all the chocolate is? <laughs> I was like, no, no, that's not where all the chocolate is. Oh, I would love to be in Switzerland, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it took them took them a while to finally realize like Switzerland is not Sweden. Yeah, it was funny though. Yeah, but they did know IKEA, so that they was did. something. But I don't know why Switzerland is so much more known. It's really strange. But it is, though. It's the same in my experience. Is everyone got it confused with Switzerland. Everybody thinks of that. For I guess they just remember that it's an SW and then... Maybe. I don't know why that's always first on their mind. Maybe because they couldn't imagine us moving so far north, so... <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, and, like, Singapore is so hot. Every day it's 35 degrees oh. to, like, 38. The lowest it's ever been is 19 degrees. <laughs> In the 60s. So I moved from like a super hot country to a super cold country. And like every day I question why. Do you ever do like me and I think, why would people settle here in the first place? I actually (laughs) got that question from a friend. She's like, why did you even move here? And I'm like, love. (laughs) He owes me big time. So what were some of the adjustments you had to make? Let's just say weather-wise, did you know how to dress? Oh, no, I did not own any socks. Whoa! (laughs) (laughs) That was one of the things Tobias said. It's like, I had to make you understand, like, the concept of socks. Because you don't need to wear socks in Singapore. It's so hot. I barely wore shoes. I always wore, like, slip-ons or, like, sandals or, like, ballerina flats. Um, Yeah. Never wore jeans in Singapore. Barely wore pants. 
I mean, I worked at, at an agency as well in Singapore, so you could come in shorts. Nice. Yeah. Or like I would wear dresses. I would never wear like a like a blazer on top of my clothes. Mm-hmm. It was always just really like flowy clothes. And you never had to think about whether it's cold outside, only whether it's warm. Like, should I bring my sunglasses or should I bring my umbrella? Because it's, right. like, it's raining all the time. But here I was like, I had to check the temperature all the time. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, as, also in the summer was a big shift was in the day it was going to be really warm but you know you go to work and you wake up at eight no seven in the morning you leave at like eight and it's actually still pretty cold yeah i mean yeah. you have to at least have a light jacket yeah and then you have to like but then you know you're and in like socks <laughs> like it's the summer morning. i don't need a jacket and then you don't bring your jacket and you're like freezing on the way to, to i this know i still do that every yeah. once in a while i just you look out the window and it's warm in your apartment and you're like yeah, of course, I don't need it. It's fine. It's going to warm yeah. up quickly. And then and you go out and it's, oh, I made a huge mistake. The plan also, like, if you want to go out at night, if you're going to stay out, oh. maybe like one or two in the morning, you have to bring a jacket or you have to bring a scarf even. Mm-hmm. So that was a huge adjustment, having yeah. to plan what I wear. Because in Singapore, I just wear what I have in my closet. I don't <sighs> have to plan it. I'm so jealous of that. It's nice to just have flip-flops by the door and then just stick them on and go out. And yeah, so socks also, yeah, was one big thing. Like boots, I needed to buy boots. I had Mm -hmm. nothing, nothing winter related before meeting Tobias. And then when I had to visit him, I had to start buying all these things. He was like, you need a, you need a masa. I'm like, (laughs) a hat? No, it's not. It's a different type of hat. It has to cover the ears. Yeah. And I still feel like a child now because he takes my scarf and he's like, you're not covered properly. He just pulls it. Well, I had to get my husband to show me how to wear a scarf. I didn't know. I'd never worn a scarf before. (laughs) To be honest, laugh because I took such a long time to tie my shoelaces. Well, because you didn't. I didn't have to tie shoelaces. Wow. And he was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to tie my shoelace. I could have eaten dinner and come back and you're still tying your shoelace. I'm like, yeah. I, I know how to tie shoelaces, but you know. I had to like loop it through the holes and then I had to like tie it really tightly. Yeah. And then I had to do this. So he thought it was hilarious watching me walk, tie my shoelaces. <laughs> and seeing snow for the first time. Oh, not the first, like the second time. The first time was in Uppsala. Yeah. But Sweden was yeah, your Sweden. first snow. Everyone was like, no, you've never seen snow before. No. It never gets cold in Singapore. So then um, my friends actually grabbed a trash bag and they took me to the nearest hill and they pushed me down. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're doing this. It was fun. I still love it. Do you do you still get excited when it snows here? Oh yes. All do the you time. go outside and play in it? Yes. Me too. I'm a grown woman, but I, I, I never got the chance when I was young. <laughs> so yeah, I, I get so happy. I'm gonna build a snowman and I'm gonna go sledding. It was funny because you you said that because um we went to his parents' place and they live like far up north of Sweden. Oh. Um, like the geographical midpoint of Sweden, I'd say. Okay. I still consider the north. And it was snowing so much and I was like, I'm gonna go Next door, which is where we were staying, they live in like this house and they had like an extension. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm going to go next door. And then there was so much snow and Tobias was like, yeah, I'll come. And I literally s- stood outside for 10 minutes waiting for him to come out because I had all these snowballs that I, could, I had made finally came out and, I, and he was like, you're still here? And I just threw a snowball at him because like it was so much fun. <laughs> yeah, 
because we never got the chance. Yeah. I don't know if you had the same experience, but uh, my husband Mons had to teach me all of the horrible kid tricks that I missed out on. Like when it snows a lot and the trees are covered in it, uh-huh. you get somebody to stand under the tree and then you grab a branch and shake it and all the snow falls on their head. No, Didn't know that. So I had to go through that. And then a lot of tricks where you end up with your face in the snow. <laughs> so he felt that I had to experience these things that all Swedish children experience. People haven't gotten used to how dark it gets. It, yeah. it makes you very sleepy. And it's depressing like when you leave your house and it's dark. <laughs> and when you leave work, it's dark. You know, you don't want to go outside because it's so cold by lunch. And that's yeah. like the only window that you can actually see sunlight. Right. And like you don't go outside because it's cold. So you barely see any sun. You like, feel like a mole person. It's really strange. I, yeah. the, the feeling, I don't think it's the same for people who come and visit for a week or two. Mm. Because then it's a novelty. But then when you have to live in it for half of the year. I know. It it affects you and then when it gets to be spring again and the sun comes out it actually hurts your eyes i know <laughs> like the first week my first one week of summer here um to be is like you need to be outside and we need to do everything outside and i didn't get it because in singapore you don't go outside you avoid anything to be outside because it's so hot if you want to walk from a mall to another mall everything is done underground because <laughs> it's so hot outside after living through the whole sorry, the whole winter then I realized why they're so excited to be outside in the light. Because I'm like that now. I'm just under the sun, just absorbing it. Yes. Which I thought was really strange when I saw people just doing that for the first because time. Because they look like zombies yeah. just having their eyes closed and staring <laughs> at the sun. But I do that now. I know, me too. And I remember walking around in April and I would see restaurants putting out tables, mm-hmm. but then they had heat lamps and blankets because it was so cold. And you'd yeah. see people eating outside and freezing, but the sun was out. Yeah. And I would laugh. God, they're desperate. But now I appreciate it so yeah. much. And I'm the same way. Every day in the summer, I have to be outside. We have to do something outside because you feel like you don't want to waste it. The only thing I'd say that was a huge letdown for me was the food scene. We have so much variety of food in Singapore. And it's 24 hours. If I'm hungry oh. at 3 in the morning, I could go and get Indian food somewhere. And like, I don't have one option. Here it's only like McDonald's at Kung's Holman or something. Yeah, I was going to say only certain ones yeah. or maybe the gas station. Exactly. <laughs> that was like the one thing I really missed. You don't have good Asian food. Mm-mm. Like there's not a big food culture in, ter- in terms of how good the food is. In Singapore, it's all about like how great the food is, like how, <laughs> how it tastes. But here's more of, you know, you go to a place because it's popular, but it isn't necessarily because it's good. This place looks cool. It's Instagrammable. Or it's the atmosphere or they have a quirky thing. Yeah. There's a few places. It's getting so much better in certain areas. I have to say again, the hamburgers. It's like a hamburger revolution here, (laughs) finally, because that was no good. And I think the the pizzas are starting to get better. But yeah, we're still lacking on all the other food. And you come from the States and it's like a huge also food scene yeah you have uh, from everywhere in the world like i said it's getting better in stockholm but it's not there yet no it's still missing quite a lot yeah and i get so disappointed in an asian place because it's thai chinese korean all in one asian place yeah and like you can't get good sushi you can't you can't get good anything unless you make it 
but you can get a lot of raw ingredients here, which is nice. But, you know, it takes a lot of time to make your own food. Especially if you work every day. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that was a, a huge letdown. The food scene was a huge letdown in Southland. So, have you had a lot of visitors? Yeah, my best friend has uh, has come here a couple of times. My Ooh. mom has been here. My sister has been here. Nice. So. You're lucky you get so many. <laughs> I know. My mom loves Sweden. So what are her favorite things? Shopping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> my mom loves shopping. I think she loves Sweden because she gets to compare. Because my sister lives in Nepal. My brother uh-huh. lives in Australia. So she goes shopping wow. around the world. She yeah. visits me. And then she visits my brother. And she visits my sister. But she always says, like, Sweden's the best to shop in. And also the commute is really... Uh, good in Sweden like the connection you know I could be working and I leave her and she just like wanders off right it's it's easy to navigate it's really easy but my brother lives in Canberra and she needs to like wait for my brother to take the car and then drop her off she feels kind of like yeah stuck in the house or stuck in the mall like she's never stuck in the mall and like in Nepal everything's so not barren but Everything's so backwards. You know, you, you uh-huh. don't take public transportation. You need to be driven everywhere. Shopping is not as great. Yeah, that was her main things. She was so... Everyone who's visited was so surprised. Firstly, that H&M is from Sweden. H&M is Swedish? I'm like, yes, it is. And that's their office. And they're like, what? Like, it's a tourist attraction. That's their office? <laughs> I'm like, do you want me to take a picture? <laughs> they should charge people to come in. <laughs> I know. Uh, but... She thought it was really funny that you had... Like, before they did this renovation, they had, like, three H&M stores uh, on the main street. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. There's one H&M store for this this type of brand, and one H&M store for men, and one H&M store for, like, teenagers, and one H&M store for home. And she was, like, going bonkers <laughs> shopping. I couldn't leave her there for a whole day, and she was happy. But don't you feel like... I feel like H&M here in some places is compared to Starbucks in the state. Yeah. Where, where there'd be a Starbucks on every corner. And then here, especially where... I know where you're talking about yeah. because there's like three H&Ms. There's only one corner that's not an H&M. Yeah. But you're right, though. They did renovate and opened it. So now there's only two Now there. there's only two H&Ms. But, uh, you just walk like a block and there's another one. I so. know. And also... <laughs> Let's be fair, these other shops, they're owned by H&M. I'm so sure they are. Technically, <laughs> every street, every shop you're going to is H&M. Yeah. But they were really, really surprised uh, about the quality of home goods here. Like, oh. how it's cheap and it's like they managed to make something really nice and mass produce it. So H&M Home does it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, I was surprised because I never built a home in Singapore. And they were like, cushion covers cost, like... 400 kroners in Singapore if you want a good one like one cushion cover oh. and I'm like I refuse to pay 100 kroners for my cushion cover it's I know. so expensive <laughs> I'm just gonna spill stuff on it I know I'm like I'm gonna wait for sale so I was like okay I didn't know Singapore was that expensive if you want to like build a new apartment like yeah. decorate nicely so that was one thing um another thing was well my my best friend she came during the fall like i think like around october mm-hmm. and then she also came during the summer since she got to come both times she was like there's such a stark difference in how people behave doing these ah. so she first came in the summer and she's like sweden's great everyone's so friendly <laughs> everyone's out doing things there's so much things to do and then she comes back in the in like the fall 
the following year and she was like what happened to all these people why is there like no one on the streets why is it so cold nobody wants to talk to me yeah Everybody's why is frowning so friendly because they know what's coming yeah exactly everyone kind of like retreats when it starts getting colder that's right no one goes outside no one is friendly no one interacts with you on the train like no one smiles at you everyone's just no and in this in the summer they really are so much more friendly and because everybody's outside and, mm-hmm. and everybody's mixing together and then once it starts to go down into the winter everybody's keeping to themselves everyone's yeah. in a hurry to get home and just get out of the bad weather or whatever it is I know. and nobody's in a good mood because they know that they're approaching like six months of darkness i know <laughs> yeah so that was a a huge shock for her because like yeah. these are the same people and they're like two completely different profiles they're like schizophrenic if you think about it we are probably like that yeah. we think it's normal you know? Yeah, because we're not thinking if we're doing the same thing as everybody else then yeah. we're not seeing it ourselves exactly yeah, so I thought it was really fun. My sister liked Sweden a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she well, she used to work as a fashion editor. And so she had the luxury of going to Milan Fashion Week oh. and like Paris Fashion Week. So she came to, to Stockholm and she was like, this is such a good break for me. Because it's so a mesh between a city, but at the same time, everyone's taking it really slowly. Like everyone's laid back. You could feel like how chilled everyone is. Uh-huh. And also we went up north to the farm where his parents are and she was i'm so ready for my farm life <laughs> i'm so ready following the ducks so she really liked she really likes sweden all i can think off the top of my head is that everybody loves the water because the water is so clean you can oh, drink yeah. it straight from the the tap and it's actually really good and yeah, cold someone actually mentioned that like it tastes like mineral water yeah, it's really good. Yeah. You could you could bottle it and sell it, I think. Maybe I should try that. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I, I travel. Yeah. <laughs> what do you usually do in the winter? I mean, I generally take advantage of all the museums. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are free, at least right now. So that's a good thing to do mm-hmm. is to go hang out there. I guess just hanging out at a lot of coffee shops where yeah. where it's warm. Sometimes I just bring a book and go just get out of the house. If I'm working, I'll bring my laptop and go somewhere. But it's difficult. I think the main thing we do in the winter is just invite people over for dinner. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, I have friends coming over on Saturday. I'm going to a friend's place on Sunday. And then we have another dinner schedule. Like, I feel people come over a lot more. Yeah. Drink wine, cook together. I feel like people watch movies a lot more in the cinema. I don't know. Like, we're going to watch some movies in the cinema. (laughs) If I could afford it, I would. (laughs) Maybe because there's really good shows out now. So that's why we're going. Let's see, the food. I mean, they have popcorn. What is weird is that they don't have sweet popcorn in the cinema. Do you have sweet popcorn in the States? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a Singapore thing. Caramel popcorn. To be as things is disgusting, but I love it. We It exists, but it's not a movie thing. You can buy it at the store, I it's think. It's a movie thing in Singapore. Nice. Caramel popcorn and then like butter popcorn. We don't have of this course. salted popcorn. They only have salted popcorn in the here. in here. Sweden, yeah, they don't have the buttered popcorn so that good. I've seen, at least. Yeah. Oh, we get this thing called kacang puteh, which is a really Singaporean thing. It's nuts. It, the direct translation is like nuts white. Because it's served in a white paper cone and it's just like 
peanuts. Yeah. Just regular peanuts? Or do they have stuff on them? No, just regular peanuts. Oh, Hmm. your bar mix, your party mix. So we have that in in the cinema too, which is really nice. Yeah, I also miss my caramel popcorn. That sounds good. What about since you do have buttered popcorn there, do you get to put the butter on yourself? No. Do you know that they do that at a lot of places in the States and is the most disgusting thing ever because you can imagine what people do there. God, as much as they can fill. I mean, it's like soaking in butter and and it's just like, it's like when you go to a fast food restaurant and they have the ketchup thing that Mm -hmm. you just press. Well, it's the same with the butter and you just press and press and press and it's just, oh, it's so gross. Oh my gosh. I'm really glad they don't have that here. (laughs) But a thing that they have in Texas that they don't have much of anywhere else is giant pickles at the movies oh that's so sorry that sounds really really disturbing i know most people think so it's my absolute favorite thing at the (gasps) movies and the first time i realized that that wasn't normal was when i went to seattle and it was after i had moved to sweden and we were visiting friends in seattle and i wanted a pickle like i had these big fat pickles they didn't have the ones i like in sweden Uh and so i said well let's go to the movies so i can get one of those big fat pickles and we get in there and i don't know we we couldn't really find anything we wanted to see and it suddenly struck me and i said wait a minute And I went inside and I went to the refreshment counter and I saw, there's no pickles here. (laughs) And I went and asked and they're like, God, no, we don't have pickles. And that was the first time it hit me that, is this like a Texas thing? (laughs) I thought everybody had pickles with the movies. (laughs) So I miss that quite a lot. But the nice thing about the movies here is that you can bring your own stuff and they don't care. You don't have to hide it. Yeah. I didn't know that. There's so many things. This opens up a whole new world for me for Saturday. Yeah, because I have a friend and she brings her own popcorn. She she pops it first and puts it in a bag and brings it herself. And I, I used to laugh at that. And then I realized... Well, it's so expensive at the theater. True. And by the time I sit down for my movie, it's cold anyway. So, yeah, might as well pop it at home <laughs> and bring it. But it's okay. You don't have to hide. Um, you're not allowed to bring outside food in the States. And so I'd always have to hide it in my bag same, or same my coat. Too, yeah. yeah. And here you can just you bring in your outside drinks or whatever. Um, so we always go to like a candy store and get candy somewhere else if we have time because it's more expensive at the theater. True. And then we'll and we'll get our drinks like at a Seven Eleven and and bring them in and nobody I cares. That. Yeah, oh, I need to do that. Try it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's the tip. Bring your own food <laughs> to save money at the theater in Sweden. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> One thing about Singapore is that cars are really expensive as well. Mm-hmm. So when we got married in Singapore, his family came and they noticed. That, you know, there are not a lot of old cars in Singapore. Every car on the road is pretty new. Uh-huh. Um, and then I was like, yeah, you have to scrap your car every 10 years. In really? Singapore. Yeah. Because they consider... Singapore is so small. So they consider uh-huh. old cars a hazard to the road. So you pay for the car. And then you have to pay for a paper that allows you to drive in Singapore for uh-huh. 10 years. So you have to renew that paper every 10 years. We did this calculation. So my mom has a Suzuki Swift. Uh-huh. And it, I think it costs like one, almost 1 million crowns. Whoa. Yeah, for that car. It wow. was so expensive. Because like his mom drove an Audi and I'm like, wow, your mom must be so rich. <laughs> because in Singapore, if you drive an Audi or if you drive any European car, you're considered pretty rich. Because like they tax really high on the car. 
and then you pay for that really expensive paper for the car and then you pay for the car so like if you own like an audi or bmw or mercedes you're like you got a good job you know yeah. you live in a house you know that kind of thing <laughs> uh, you don't live in like an apartment so i was like wow your mom must be really rich and then he was like no <laughs> and and then i explained to him how the car pricing works in singapore and he was like that is madness and most people drive there or yeah, is I think there good- most people drive there Wow. At least most people, uh, the generation before ours, like now I've noticed my friends taking a lot of Ubers instead because mm-hmm. it, it doesn't make sense to own a car because it's so expensive. We're being a bit smart. If I take an Uber, it probably amounts to the same or less. And then you don't have to worry about parking. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay parking. You don't have to pay for gas. But okay, so you can only keep the car for, for 10, years. 10 years. Then what, you just lose everything you put into it? Yeah, or? and then you buy a new car. My dad changed his car a couple of years ago because it had reached its 10-year mark, so he had to get a new car. I've never heard of that. I thought when you said it at first, though, that it would be just for environmental reasons, like the older ones put out more pollution and exhaust, and like the newer ones are maybe fitted with something better. No, but no. Just because they could fall apart or cause problems. Yeah. Yeah, Singapore's uh, an interesting country i know i've heard there's there's so much i mean i think the famous thing is how strict the laws are yeah and that you can't uh, chew gum yeah <laughs> that was like the first thing people in sweden asked oh you can't chew gum in singapore and i'm like yes <laughs> among other things <laughs> that we're famous for yeah. and then oh yeah you you can't like eat or drink on the train you can't drink water on the train. Wow. That's why saying, oh yeah, they say like Singapore is clean yes. as well. Yes, I've heard so that. Like, yes. Super clean. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, because you can't eat or drink on the train. You can't bring stuff on the train. You can't drink water. And then there's always these like questions from Swedish people. But if you're thirsty, what do you do? You suck it up and wait till the next stop. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it takes like, it's just one more stop, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's like even water. What if in your like, you're in like a dire situation, you need water. Then you call for help in this paramedic. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure if it's an emergency. So, they always get so amused. The product is that our trains are really clean. They're spotless. They're, there's no stain or there's no like... Yeah. It's so clean. It's like ridiculous how clean it is. And But when I came to, to Stockholm, people say Stockholm is pretty clean. I'm like, no, it's yeah. not. <laughs> not, where, where, not where I'm coming from. Because, like, you know, there's trash on the... Cigarette butts and things like that. Oh oh my gosh. But you know, my my dad, one time when he visited, he came straight from Singapore and he, and I think Stockholm is so much cleaner than where I come from, but he said the whole time, he's like, it's cleaner than Texas, but nope, it's nowhere close (laughs) to Singapore. (laughs) Yeah, it's so, it's so clean in Singapore. Another thing was that in Singapore, you have bins every like five steps. That, or trash cans every five five steps you walk you can f- barely find a trash can here and it's gross like holding like a kleenex like, or, yeah, kleenex or mm-hmm. like um your ice cream wrapper yeah. during the summer and then you have to hold it or put it in your bag or put it in your pocket mm-hmm. it's, it was really really gross is there a swedish phrase or a swedish word that you think is weird or hilarious or messed up or that you just plain don't understand so one of the weirdest Swedish phrases I've heard is glida um, in I think that's how you say it, which okay. is called sliding in on a shrimp sandwich. 
<laughs> this is totally new to me, really? but I love it. <laughs> so you've eaten a, a shrimp sandwich, right? A uh, unfortunately, yeah. And you know how expensive it is? Yeah. Yeah. I think the saying is um, that you have a good life. Or like you're you were born like similar to like uh, born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I think okay. so. Okay. I thought it was hilarious because you know when you have meetings or when you're talking to your Swedish friends and then you're talking about someone who is so spoiled or something, right? Yeah. And he's like, oh yeah, he's like sliding in on shrimp sandwich, and I'm just like, excuse me, what? <laughs> oh, don't you have that term? Like, no, nowhere in this world has the, no. has that term. Because no one eats shrimp sandwiches. <laughs> What's up with this place? But yeah, I mean, I think that's I love what that means. that's the definition of wealth and doing well. Yeah, because like <laughs> it is an expensive sandwich. It's yeah. such a small sandwich. That is really funny. I like that one. That's I'm gonna incorporate that in my speech all the time. You now. should say it in English. I'll say it in English because it's even weirder if I you know. do that. You just like yeah. yeah, in conversation like oh sliding in a shrimp sandwich that person and yeah. then people are just be like what that new chick at work she's like sliding in on a <laughs> shrimp sandwich <laughs> <laughs> i like it. it's a good one yeah <laughs> all right well we'll go ahead and wrap it up thank yeah. you so much for being on the podcast thank you for inviting me it was so much fun